Are you ready to make the door swing, the phone ring, and the till ding? In this episode, we're talking about one of the best kept secrets in any community. It's network of local businesses. Businesses that rely on foot traffic, phone calls, and website bookings. Those same businesses that support your kids' sports teams, donate to fundraising efforts, and create amazing 2D to 3D objects from a printed object just using your cell phone camera. From the skin knee lessons that will make you wins to the TMZ style tell-alls, these everyday people are doing extraordinary things in their business. Welcome to the secret life of local. I'm your host, Barb McGrath, Google Girl, and local business cheerleader. I've been helping businesses thrive for over 20 years. From online businesses to multi-location stores, you can turn browsers to buyers and thinkers to doers. Today, we're going behind the scene, going behind the scenes with Mark Taves from Gateway Web AR. He's the founder and he's the inspiration behind this company. So welcome, Mark. Tell us a little bit about yourself and Gateway Web AR. Hi, Barb. Thanks for having me today. Absolutely. Well, a little bit about me. I'm actually a truck driver. I've been doing this for about 20 years. And okay. I believe that the industry is going towards self-driving trucks at some point. So ah. I will be out of a job. Okay. You know, Teslas mm -hmm. can drive themselves. I think trucks will start doing that eventually, too. Okay. And as technology goes faster, we know about artificial intelligence, right? I mean, just the, the stuff that's been exploding in the news. I really think this transition is going to happen much faster than people expect. Mm -hmm. So thanks to YouTube, my downtime, I've been able to spend learning, teaching myself all about the fascinating world of augmented reality. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so basically what that is, a lot of people have heard about virtual reality, but yeah. they're not quite sure about augmented reality. Exactly. And, and right now, of course, we hear so much about artificial intelligence. So let's make that gap. Like what, what, what actually is augmented reality? Yeah. So, and with artificial intelligence, people are talking AI and VR and AR, and they are kind of different, mm -hmm. right? Um, but yeah, so augmented reality is basically taking video game style type graphics, mm -hmm. right? In a 3D world, like now you can play video games in a 3D world and stuff like that. Well, we can take those objects and put them into the real world. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is really interesting. So tell me a little bit about how you do that or what kind of objects you can bring into the real world that are augmented. Sure. Well, the first big project that I was able to do was for the Royal Saskatchewan Museum. Mm -hmm. They have a dinosaur. It's the world's largest dinosaur called Scotty. Yep. And you had an opportunity to play with them. When I, I already took Scotty met. to my swimming pool. Yep. Yep. And so I was able to create him in augmented reality. So basically building a 3D model mm -hmm. and the power that we have in our cell phones now allows us to be able to put these objects in the real world. Mm -hmm. The camera can figure out where the ground is, can figure out where walls are, all sorts of stuff like that. Okay. And so it can position a 3D model, rotate it around as you walk around. Mm -hmm. It can figure out you know, where in space things are. Yeah. And so, yeah, that was my first real um, big project that I was able to do. And mm -hmm. they were quite ex quite excited about it. Mm 
Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So how do you go from driving truck by day to augmented reality by night? Like there's, there's a really wide gap there. Is this a, I'm driving in my truck, I'm coming up with ideas. Like how did, how did you make that transition? Well, it's well, not I've a transition always, yet. It's really uh, yeah. both at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing both at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a very creative person. I've always been that way. I started off with Lego as a kid, right? Hey. And building anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I've taught myself a lot of different things, including all the renovation, home renovations and stuff like that. I've had lots of different jobs and I just love learning things. Any okay. chance that I can learn something, I do. Okay. So with trucking, there's a finite of time that I'm allowed to drive mm-hmm. and then I have to have certain hours off, right, mm-hmm. for rest. During that time, my brain's got to be doing something. Yeah. And so while I drive, I've actually been able to thank God for the internet. <laughs> Um, I've been able to learn how to do all of this AR stuff, this augmented reality stuff. I've learned uh, web website programming. I've mm-hmm. learned 3D modeling. Okay. So while I drive, I can listen to podcasts or listen to videos on how to do this. And then when I stop, I'm just ready to go for like two hours. I'm on my computer. Oh, I got this to build, this to build. And, yeah. and for me, it's just super exciting because I can take something that isn't there Mm -hmm. make it look like it's there and you can actually interact with it like you can you can press buttons and do different things inside of something that doesn't exist exactly okay so i can totally relate to that because if i was driving for any period of time uh learning something by the time i stopped i would literally be bursting try like wanting to try something right so i can completely relate to that analogy so do you take a laptop when you drive? Like, cause you're not just doing day trips. Like you've got some long trips into the States some long haul. Do you not? Yeah. I drive from basically Regina to Alberta and then straight down South to Los Angeles every week. Okay. Uh, yeah. Do you ever stay down there or do you like basically get there, drop off or load up and on your way back? It's basically kind of, yeah, just get the job done kind of mm-hmm. thing. Although there are times when I have, um, a day and a half or two days, sometimes if there's a late load or if I request, I can stay at different places. So I've been to San Diego. I went to the museums. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I try and stop off in little places as I go along. So, yeah. cause I'm a, I'm a huge explorer. I exactly. love to learn new things and I like to experience new things. Yeah, I bet. And you have a sleeper cab in your truck, right? So you just, when you're ready to, for a rest, you it's it's fully decked out. I've got a microwave with an air fryer in it. I've got my TV. I've got my laptop. Yeah. Um, I actually just recently bought a 3D scanner that I have to work on so that I will be able to take any object that a customer might have mm-hmm. um, from like a small object, like a the size of a shoe okay. to the size of a vehicle. And I can use that wow. scanner. It will allow me to create a 3d virtual model of that mm-hmm. there's a lot of work that has to get done into it yes but yeah so uh, the technology that i have is yeah my cell phone uh with an insane amount of data plan exactly. <laughs> for the stuff that i do so you but, essentially yeah. have your living room on wheels uh off you go drive during the day stop at night and start creating like that is the Right. Yes. Living yep. the dream there. Yep. Yeah. Well, and unfortunately, I absolutely love driving. I've always, since I got my license, I've been a 
um, a driver. Mm -hmm. And so um, that's not work to me. Okay. Even in downtown LA traffic, you know, the biggest thing to have when you're driving is patience. Mm -hmm. And I've got tons of it. Yes. So uh, there's that part. So that's not work. Mm -hmm. And when I get to learn new things, that's not work either. That's exactly. just exciting. Yeah. So for me, my days are generally, I get about eight hours of sleep, seven to eight hours of sleep a day. Yeah. And the rest of the time is just having fun. Yeah, exactly. Loving what you do. Okay. Yep. So is Scotty the biggest, um, I'll say model that you've ever built? Created. created? Okay. So Scotty is um, 12 feet tall, 14 and a half feet long. Okay. Uh, the largest structure that I've created if you're a Star Wars fan, I've I've built a Star Destroyer. Okay. That's the big triangle ship from Star Wars, right? Yeah. The one at the very okay, beginning. I was thinking the circle one, the, but yeah, okay. Yeah. So the Star Destroyer is, um, according to the Star Wars thing, it's mm -hmm. oh, um, 1.6 kilometers long. It's a mile long. Oh my I goodness. actually, I built it. And in AR, you do have to walk an entire mile in order to see end to end. Oh, wow. Okay. So like how, how do you actually <laughs> build something that is like, you can't just get a picture of it. Like, how do you actually do that? Um, oh, that's a complicated question, <laughs> but I can tell you that when you look at an, a real life object, it's, it's made out of atoms. Mm -hmm. And those and molecules, right? Those molecules connect and they build a solid object, right? Okay. Yeah. And the same thing in the digital world, there are things called vertices, which are um, basically points in a three-dimensional space. Okay. And then there are lines that connect those mm -hmm. vertices. And so when you connect a whole bunch of them, you make a bunch of them, you are basically telling the computer to draw a line between this point and this point. Okay. And then if you have four points, you can tell the computer, okay, draw a line around to these points, plus fill all of this in so that you can't see through it. Now it's a solid, it's a plane. Okay. Right. Yeah. And then from there you do the same thing and now it becomes a cube. Ah, okay. Right. Add more of these little vertices. And now, and, and everything has to do with math. So there's a, um, an X, Y, and Z coordinate for each of these vertices, yeah. mm -hmm. right? And then those all get connected with lines and planes. Oh man, okay. So yeah. do you have to build all of that? Or do you start with like a picture or something? Like, like are you manually building the model before you put it in? Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. There's there's lots of models that people build and you can buy. And as far as the okay. the size goes, mm -hmm. really what you're doing is just like a, a photograph where you can't really tell the scale of certain things, mm -hmm. right? The same idea. These are just mathematical points in space and X, Y, Z coordinate, right? So if you want to have something bigger, you just put those points further apart. You want it to be a smaller model, you put them closer together. Okay. Right. Yeah. So with Scotty, Scotty can be shrunk down mm -hmm. into like a little minifigure, right. or he can be brought up to Godzilla size. Mm -hmm. Well, and that's the first time I did Scotty in my backyard. Uh, you know, I was struggling to get him to work, 
because he was, he was like way bigger than my camera. So I had to scale him down to create the video and take the picture. And my kids, I had told you this story. My daughter's uh, 15, my son is 14. So my son is very busy being cool. Uh, so a dinosaur <laughs> in his backyard is just like, whatever, mom. <laughs> Serious, like we have a dinosaur in our backyard and that's like, oh, whatever. <laughs> but my daughter, she was like, oh my God, that's so cool. Right, so I'm like, okay, at least she can be honest, right? Yeah. But but here was this dinosaur, and literally, it was to scale because our dogs were standing beside it. We had these two little lap dogs, and so the dogs were these little tiny spots, and this you know Scotty was this huge thing, and I was like, this is amazing, right? Um, what's your favorite model that you've built? I would have to say I'm a huge Lego fan. Mm -hmm. And so I built a Lego spaceman from the 1980s. Yeah, I remember. And I have I have him with my gateway logo on there. And I put him at all sorts of different places. Mm -hmm. He's six feet tall. Um, yeah, he comes with me all over the place. Yeah, exactly. And why not? Like, talk about a great way to promote your business at all of these different places. Uh, when you post him on social media, do you tag the business where you had him? Yes. Yep. Perfect. Yep. Yep. For sure. Exactly. Uh, because that's a, you know, people see this stuff and they just like, oh my God, like this is so cool. Okay. So let's put some business application into it. So Scotty is lots of fun. The Lego guy is lots of fun. How are businesses using the technology? Well, um, okay. So with Scotty, the museum had a, in November, they have die November event. Okay. And so, they're able to uh, present a real li a life-size dinosaur, mm -hmm. which allows kids to take pictures and videos with this giant dinosaur that if you looked at the cost of actually building a, a replica that size, I mean, yeah. you're looking at a lot of material, you're looking at the craftsmanship, all that stuff. It's, it's crazy expensive. It is. So this yes. is a very affordable way to have a life-size model available for people to interact with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. When you look at the other part of um, the augmented reality, which uses a tracking system where we okay. talked about using a 2D image to be able to convert that into 3D, like my mm -hmm. business cards, Great. right? Okay. Um, as a business, you can have a 3D model. Let's say it's for a decking company, mm -hmm. right? So if you hand somebody your business card, yeah, okay. Traditionally, they'll look at your business card. They've got your information. They stick the card in the pocket, right? Yes. Okay. And now they go to the next company and they're looking at prices and stuff, right? Mm -hmm. But one of the mark, the keys of marketing is to be able to be memorable. Yes, exactly. So, you have to differentiate yourself. Exactly. And not just differentiate yourself in your services, but in that very first impression. Mm -hmm. And so with using augmented reality, I could take a business card and somebody can have a QR code on there mm -hmm. that and thanks to COVID that's one benefit of COVID is that we all know what to do with QR codes. Yes. <laughs> they can take, scan that QR code and they can look at that uh, business card with their camera on their mm -hmm. phone and they can see a 3d deck on top of that business card. Yeah. And the 3d object actually tracks with the object or with mm -hmm. the business card. I mean, Yes. So as you rotate the business card, you'll be able to see all aspects of this deck. Exactly. Right? 
So it showcases what you're able to do. And it, you can have all sorts of different products that can do that if it's mm -hmm. a unique artistic product or something like that. Right. Um, but the thing is what you're doing, that first connection with your customer, with a potential customer mm -hmm. is a memorable one. Yeah. Not only are they going to remember you from anybody else that gave them a business card, mm -hmm. but they're also going to look at it and say to their neighbor or their friend, Hey, check this out. This is so cool. And then they're going to show them, right? Exactly. So I have to tell you a funny story. Uh, of course, you built those two QR codes for me, one for Instagram, one for Facebook. And um, so I've started to use them a little bit, but because they exist on my phone, it's actually hardest for me to test. So last week I was interviewing summer students. And one of the things that's really important in my business is I need my people to be pretty darn comfortable with technology. I can't, can't be teaching you tech and getting you to get the job done. So as part of the right. interview process, because we were in person, I had both of the QR codes available and I just kind of said to them, hey, let me show you a sample of something, you know, that another local business did. And I would show them the two QR codes and I watched to see whether they were, you know, comfortable figuring out, you know, how to use them. And for most of them, they were using Instagram because nobody knows their Facebook password off the top of their head anymore. <laughs> so they would, you know, scan Instagram. And out of the students that I interviewed, probably a third of them were like, oh, cool, scan, you know, got it to work right away. And I was good. The other two thirds uh, weren't as comfortable with technology. They still got the whole scan, clicked the link, and then you know, the one lady, she's like, oh, it's not working. I'm like, yep, just keep it over the business card. And, you know, but as soon mm -hmm. as I saw the two thirds, I was like, yeah, okay. I need the, the tech confident <laughs> folks. So, you know, and that was like, that was actually my introductory moment. That icebreaker in the interview was that competency check. And I was like, mm -hmm. oh, this is just, it was, it was amazing to watch, but I thought, this is brilliant because it's newer technology. And, you know, I know if I show it to a lot of my friends and colleagues, I know they'll fumble, but that's okay. I'm not interviewing them. <laughs> <laughs> so they turned into great little tests. And just for the audience's sake, uh, Mark created a business card uh, QR code for me, and then it pops up to my doppelganger. So if you're uh, listening to this episode, you can head over to our social channels and you'll find that doppelganger. Uh, just on my social channel and probably showing up in a few other places. So Mark, let's talk a little bit about the variety of models that you've created. So we know about Star Wars, we know about the dinosaur, uh, we know about the Lego man. What else have you created? I know there's an airplane in there. Well, yeah. Okay. So my first endeavor into getting businesses to join on with this augmented reality concept is to start working with museums, mm -hmm. right? And so the Royal Saskatchewan Museum is one. I'm working with the um, Royal, I can't remember exactly, Royal Aviation Museum. They changed their, their name. Anyways, it's an aircraft museum in Manitoba. Mm -hmm. And so they have a one-of-a-kind aircraft that um, there's only one of it and there are no other it's a replication because they're it's just gone right it doesn't exist anymore and so i was able to build it in ar for them as a life-size model uh -huh. and shrink it down for them so that they'll be able to give those out to customers or oh. to kids okay. right on a little card mm -hmm. and they can interact with them right yep 
Very cool. Uh, what about, uh, well, okay, so my doppelganger, what about uh, animated versions of people and things, like your Lego guy, like, you know, being able to move and walk around. Anybody else uh, done that? So you've done the Lego, I've done the doppelganger. Anything else like that? There's, there's a bunch of different um, animations and things that can be done. And I'm working, work, currently working with different businesses. Um, you've seen some of the videos that I've yeah. posted. Mm -hmm. um, it's a little more difficult because it's such a new concept. So what I'm finding yes. is the most traction is happening when I actually go and show somebody. Got it. Right? Um, but basically, the what you could do with it is turn any business card into have a model there. Mm -hmm. Right. And it can be interactive. So I'm working with a company. The I guess I should back up just a little bit because augmented reality includes things like Instagram filters and yeah. Snapchat faces. So those faces that you see where you're wearing a mask or you've got like different eyelashes or you're a zombie, right? Those yeah. kind of things. Those are all part of augmented reality. Okay. And so I'm creating those as well, mm -hmm. which I'm currently developing a, a game for a, one of the local restaurants here okay. where there's food objects that are falling down and you have to move around and try and catch them with your mouth. Okay. Right? Yep. Mm -hmm. And when you get a certain amount of them, then there's a coupon that shows up. Got it. You take a picture of that coupon and now you've got like a, a free entree or something. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so super cool. Um, and when you and I last talked, you were planning an event for this summer. Is that still happening? And how are plans coming? Plans are still good. Okay. Originally, I was looking for sponsors, but I think what I'm going to do, because there isn't enough engagement yet in the whole augmented reality thing, yeah. um, it's coming along pretty good. So basically, um, July 4th to 17th okay. in Wascana Park, mm -hmm. there will be life-size cartoon dinosaurs. Okay. And so kids to grandparents are gonna be able to walk around Wiscana Park mm -hmm. and check out these dinosaurs using their cell phone. Okay. Yeah. So um, how, like, how will you build some momentum behind that? Like how will people even know that it's happening? It's well, still that's working whole, on that that's, part. Yeah that's, yeah, that's a whole marketing thing and I'm, I'm, I'm putting on different hats constantly, right? Yeah, exactly. I'm learning all the marketing stuff. Right now, I'm kind of focusing on Facebook and Instagram mm -hmm. to be able to show people what that is, right? Yes. Um, and that's kind of my main avenue right now. There's other opportunities, like with yourself, yeah. uh, where you're, you're able to tell businesses what I can do. Mm -hmm. um, when it came to Scotty being able to be presented, CBC Radio was interviewing me, asking me stuff, right? So I'm going to let the media know as well that yeah. this is what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And I'm hoping that maybe I can do a video or something like that, or yes. get on the news or something and kind of show people. Because I think once they see it, yes. they see me actually looking at it and everything and a camera there, mm -hmm. then they'll get the idea. Exactly. Yeah. I think as much as it's technology, it's still such a visual platform. Like people actually need to see it to understand yep. like how can Scotty have been in your backyard? Like, what do you mean? So when yep. I post this, I will make sure that I include, you know, some of that uh, footage that we had. Awesome. Uh, okay. So Mark, how do businesses get a hold of you uh, if they would like to explore what this opportunity might look like? 
Well, the best way to do it is just through my website. Okay. Um, my website is super simple. It's kind of designed just like I'm not doing online sales and stuff like that yeah. of this yet. Right. Um, mm -hmm. So it's got just my contact information there. Okay. Um, there is a model that you can see mm -hmm. if you're fortunate enough to have one of my business cards. Um, there's information on there plus a QR code that allows you to try a bunch of stuff, different things mm -hmm. on on my card and there's also the model of scotty to be for people to be able to try out in their backyards okay i don't you recommend know, it in a kitchen <laughs> <laughs> and i tried to put him in the swimming pool you and i had that conversation and i couldn't mm -hmm. get him to go in the swimming pool um when i post this episode i'll post your qr code as well so people can scan uh, right off the back of the card and sure, see yeah. uh, the lego guy come to life so perfect all right well we are pretty much out of time for our episode today Thank you for joining me and even explaining to me a little bit better how some of this technology works, because as much as I like technology, when it comes to, you know, all the points and things like that, that was entirely new to me. So I do appreciate that. No problem. On that note, if you want to sell your story, then you need to tell your story. And there's no better place to start than being a guest on The Secret Life Show. If you'd like to be a guest, email me at barb at abovethefold.live or reach out on our Facebook and Instagram pages at Above the Fold CA. I'm your host, Barb McGrath, Google Girl, and founder of the Get Found for Local program. Remember, you worked hard for your success. Don't keep it a secret. Bye for now.